Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Reb Meir, uh, who was mentioned a couple of times in Pirkei Avos. Uh, and as we've discussed in the previous uh, shear on Elisha ben Avuya, Reb Meir was a close Talmud of Elisha ben Avuya and stayed close to his Rebbe uh, till the very end and tried to get his Rebbe to do tshuva. Uh, and the Gemara discusses uh, how is it that Reb Meir was able to continue to learn from Elisha ben Avuya, um, despite that he had, uh, he was no longer Shemir Torah Mitzvahs, and he did terrible things. He was Chaytem Achdes Arabim. He was responsible, according to the Yishalmi, for the death of many Jews, and he conspired, uh, working with the Romans, to try and get Klai Yisrael to desecrate Shabbos. Um, and yet, he continued to learn Torah from uh, Elisha ben Avuya. And the Gemara questions this. The Gemara in Chagiga says, how could Remeir continue to learn from Elisha ben Avuya? And the Gemara says a, an analogy to a pomegranate. It says that he found a, um, a fruit, a pomegranate, and he was able to enjoy the fruit while throwing away the klipa, the shell, meaning he had the ability to um, segregate that which was not good uh, and would have had a bad influence from that, those lessons which were good, and he had that, that ability. We, on the other hand, uh, are not supposed to take that approach, but Rameir Balanes, uh, referred to as Rameir Balanes, uh, Rameir felt that he had that protection and that he had that ability to be able to segregate that which would uh, be harmful from that which is, uh, would be beneficial. Now, with that background, it's very, very easy and apparent to understand the connection with the Mishnah Perkyavos, Mishnachaf. Now, the, I have to mention at the outset that there are two girsois. At the end of the Mishnah, Mishnah that talks about what Alisha ben Avuyath taught, that a, um, a child who learns in his youth is compared to ink written on a clean paper, Nayar Chadash. We mentioned uh, in speaking about Alisha ben Avuyath that this refers to um, the foundation, that the foundation needs to be strong. The Mishnah then goes on to mention a similar analogy from Rabbi Yossi Yehuda, also giving an analogy of uh, learning, the importance of learning in a person's youth as opposed to waiting till they get older. And then the Mishnah ends off by saying, some Mishnahis have a girsa Rebbe Omer, but other Mishnahis have the girsa Reb Meir Omer. Um, if you look at the Shinuya Nishchoyes, he mentions that Besidurim, in the Sidurim it says Reb Meir Omer. And what does Reb Meir say? Altistakel, famous uh, lesson, Altistakel, Bakankan, Elabamasha Yeshbo. A person should not look at the vessel, but that which is inside the vessel. And he says, Yeshkankan Chodosh, uh, don't be deceived by appearances. There are sometimes a brand new vessel, Molayoshon, that has in it things that are old, um, old meaning uh, valuable. And and you may find something uh, in an old vessel, but it has nothing in it, not even, not even uh, uh, something that is new. But if you focus on the lesson of, on the face value, that a person should not focus on the exterior, but that which is inside the vessel, um, that ties perfectly into Reb Meir's uh, approach and shita with regard to uh, learning from his Rebbe, he was able to disregard the klipa, which is the kankan, and focus on that which he felt was appropriate 
and worthwhile for him to learn, and that's why he says, So that's consistent with his own uh, life experience and his practice. We can also add that Rebbeir is the Tana that we find throughout Shas, that was Chayish Lemiyute. He is always Chayish for, a, even if it's a small minority, he's always Chayish that we have to be uh, concerned with even something that's a remote possibility. And so maybe in understanding the relationship that he had with his Rebbe and the fact that he stuck it out till the very end, even though he saw all the terrible things that Elisha ben was doing, he tried to get him to do tshuva and he believed, he believed that even though it seemed like a very far-fetched, uh, unlikely possibility that his Rebbe would ever do tshuva, nevertheless, since he was always chayshish l'mayute, he stuck to his Rebbe and he tried to convince him to the very end uh, to do tshuva, to repent. Uh, one other thing I would wanted to mention about Reb Meir is he's also mentioned in Perik Vav. Now Perik Vav is not Mishnayis, it's a collection of Brises, which was later added to the Mesechta, and since the custom of learning Perik Yavos is to learn during the weeks between Pesach and Shavuos, and there were six weeks between Pesach and Shavuos, so the custom was to add a collection of Brises that focus on the importance and the chashivas of Torah, being that the final parak usually precedes Shvuis, Zman Matan Torah Now the first brisa that is quoted in, uh, in the sixth parak of Pirkei Avos says, Reb Meir Aymer, Reb Meir says, Kol lishma, a person who is involved in Torah lishma for the sake of heaven, harbe, to many, many things. And he goes on to say, not only that, the world is kedai to have been created for him. And then he continues amongst the many things that he zeichet to, it says, and it helps to prepare him, and it prevents him and distances himself, distances himself from sin, and brings him, and he goes on, to talk about the benefits of learning Torah Lishma. Now, when you think about our discussion of Acher and the fact that Acher believed, uh, and that's why his mission is included in Pirkei Avos, according to the commentaries that we mentioned, he believed that um, his downfall was attributed to the fact that his, his foundation was based on Torah Shalei Lishma, and that impacted his future. So we can understand with much more meaning what Rameir is telling us. He witnessed on his own how Torah doesn't help and is not um, supporting uh, uh, a situation of because as we mentioned, the protection of Torah, that it protects a person, is only if it's Lishma. Um, and while it is worthwhile as Chazal tell us, to begin one's quest in Torah and mitzvahs, Shalom Lishma, but the goal, the end goal, has to be to eventually convert that to Lishma. And because here in the foundation, the emphasis was, was very much Shalom Lishma, that conversion did not take place. And so therefore, a mayor is commenting and saying that the reason why Elisha ben Avui didn't have the protection, as we mentioned, is because the foundation was Shalom Lishma, had there been a, a conversion at some point to Lishma, then he would have had that protection 
and it would have been machshartuli as tzaddik v'chosir v'yosher v'nemon merchaktim anachet. So we see that while one can learn Perkeavos and look at each of the Mishnayos separately and learn Elisha ben Avuya's Mishnah and Rameir's Mishnah and Rabbi Yaakov's Mishnah and not see the connection when you have a little bit of the background, and I think that's the, the, the purpose of our series is to try and show that when you have a little bit of the background and the history, it helps to give new meaning and understanding to that which is taught in Pirkei Avos, and we see that Rav Meir's lessons, Rav Yaakov's lessons, Elisha Ben Avuya's inclusion in Pirkei Avos, um, potentially are all connected. Thank you.